If I haven't mentioned this before, well, I'm about to do it. Get to your kids before the state does. Talk to them about everything. And I mean everything. I just had a discussion with my son for the first time. Probably a little late, but it's hard to gauge when to talk to him about certain things. Uh, and it'll be the same with my daughter. Um, I mean, I've been instilling things in them uh, from a young age. My son, I've been uh, teaching him how to fight since he was, I don't know, four, three or four, right? Jiu-jitsu a little here and there, wrestling around, roughhousing, that's what they usually call it. Um, and that's good, right, for self-defense and confidence and things like that. Uh, <clears throat> the conversation I had with my son yesterday was about diversity as well as race and um, transgenderism. Uh, and that was a weird one because it's, it's like he already gets it. He already knows, as most kids do, you've got boys and girls and that's it. And I had to point out that there are going to be people at some point or another who are going to tried to convince him that a boy can be a girl and a girl can be a boy. And it, it was just like, the fuck are you talking about, man? <laughs> you know what I mean? And as I'm explaining this shit, I'm going, what am I fucking talking about? This is the stupidest shit. Um, but you need to do it before the state does it. Because the state comes from a different type of authority. Um, it's a, oh, I just had the word in my head. It's a collective authority. It's a mob mentality type authority where you assume, and this is what I talk about when I talk about big cities and why having so many people around, um, causes apathy because you assume that somebody else is going to take care of it. And that is... It's not that it can, it does so easily and willingly um, make its way into the understanding process for children as they come up through the mandatory education system. Um, and I don't know if maybe me talking about this shit, pointing it out a little more, has helped you to understand that that's what school is. It is mandatory state-sponsored school, indoctrination, propaganda that's being pushed onto your kids. They're learning less and less. I just saw another, uh, um, not document, what the fuck is it? Column? Article. Um, of what they're teaching in, in California, uh, in Southern California. Uh, now, I don't know how accurate it is, but it's certainly believable that history, American history, is being taught in Spanish and that, what was it, world history, they're only teaching about South America, what is it, South America and Africa, I think? They're not teaching anything positive um, when it comes to the Western world and, and I guess not teaching so much to do with the free market and things like that. Um, they don't have civics courses. They Social studies is, like I said, it's about South America and I guess the quote-unquote indigenous populations. 
um, and not so much to do with what actually occurred. And I've known this for a while that they've been teaching um, Columbus and the Pilgrims and the creation of the United States with a negative slant to it uh, in the sense that we came over and we stole land from Indians, which is a load of shit. Um, we're called conquerors, not settlers. Well, settlers too. Let me take that one back. We're not thieves, we're conquerors. And that's what human beings have done in our entire history. We conquer, that's how you have all the different countries. So that somebody conquered that shit. Um, and everybody was fighting for land here. Arguably, all tribes in the United States and in Northern, not just the United States, but Northern America, all tribes were nomadic. Um, no, there wasn't. There was some that were staying in a certain area. Yeah, but they'd move all over the place. You're talking about a certain area like uh, parts of Tennessee, um, South and North uh, uh, Carolinas. That was like an area, you know, for the Cherokee. They would go all over that. They'd go north during the summer and south during the, the winter. Um it wasn't like a settled land and everybody was fighting with one another. Uh, I think it was Dinesh D'Souza that I remember hearing or um, listening to him describe or uh, argue, well, who do you give the land back to? You know, do you give it to the Chippewa? Do you give it to the Sioux? Do you give it to the, Mo the, the Mo Mohicans? Who do you give it to? They were all warring, you know? And just because this tribe didn't war with this tribe doesn't mean that if they were close enough, they wouldn't war because it's certainly what they would do. Um, they call them savages because that's what they fucking were. Not all of them. You know, we, there were some very peaceful tribes that integrated with uh, the, the pilgrims and the English that came over. And then there were others that waited while you slept and then they came in and they murdered everyone. And then Hollywood. And Hollywood, I wanted to talk about this. Look at what how what Hollywood does. And it's a strange, strange thing. I was thinking about the uh, Crusades. The Crusades... Oh, it was because I was watching Robin Hood with my son. The new, the new stupid fucking one uh, with my son. Like, they're just going to keep making more and more versions of the same story over and over. Oh, that's right, because it is Hollywood. And they fuck up everything. They're... they're uh, they're recyclers. There's not a fucking unique idea amongst them. They always have to steal ideas too. I mean, there's shit, shit ton of ideas that are coming in from all over the place, and uh, they, ugh, they just take it and fuck it up. Look at what they did with all the comic book movies. None of them are anywhere near as good as they could be. None of them. Not a single fucking one of them. Not Deadpool. Not any of them are near what they could have been. Um. But anyway, so in the new Robin Hood, they always, well, not just this one, but they always make the Crusades out to be some kind of an evil thing by way of the Christians. That the Christians, it was just a horrible war, and it was brought about by the Christians, and the Christian Crusaders were the bad guys in all of it. What a load of shit. And knowing full well that Hollywood is primarily owned and operated, however it is getting bought out by China, uh, but owned and operated and has been for a very long time by uh, 
people who just so happen to be Jewish to then turn around and shit on the people that came to their aid in the Crusades. Israel, and this this touches on a whole bunch of different parts. And I know I branched out from what you should be talking to your kids about and shit. Um, I mean, I'm making my point, trying to anyway. Uh, talk to your kids about everything before the state does. You want that seed in their head before the state ever gets there. You want to fill them with the truth so that when uh, the state starts doing it, they'll know better. The, you'll have a better chance of them not turning out to be a fucking liberal. I just, and, and I know I'm going to talk about the other thing here in a minute, but uh, I just came across a lady Sunday, was it, or was it Labor Day? No, it was the Sunday before Labor Day, who was talking about how her kid uh, lives in Ann Arbor and is a, uh, a liberal. And it's like, you could have changed that. You could have, uh, however, I don't think she would have, she expected shit to go the way that it has and for her kid to turn because she is a solid Trump supporter. And she's talking about how she's having problems because her kid is, um, is a liberal, you know, and hates Trump and loves all the liberal leftist bullshit because Ann Arbor is a huge liberal place. But anyway, so it, it, when it comes to the negative slant that they put on the, the Crusaders and to have so many movies coming out of Hollywood that does the same thing. It's like, dude, how, why would the Jews put, not the Jews, why would Jewish producers make the people who came to their aid out to be bad? It doesn't make a lick of sense. Because how the Crusades went were the Muslims came through taking over everything. Everything they could get their hands on. And they moved to take over Israel, which is how they ended up occupying Israel. Um, and then the, uh, the Crusaders, uh, those who fought for the Catholic Church for Christianity, met them. In Jerusalem and in all sorts of different places. Greece was also, uh, Greece, the, the Catholic brothers and sisters down there called for help from the, uh, the Catholic Church who uh, obviously sent people down there. And you had, oh man, I don't know how many crusades. I know there are at least four. And the Christians didn't fare out very well. Arguably, we won the first one. And then it was, we lost everyone after that. And uh, somehow, some way, the Christians are made out to look like bad guys. And you'll hear it from college professors. You'll hear it from high school teachers when teaching about the Crusades that it was the, somehow, some way, you know, these peaceful Muslims who were just sitting around, hanging out, you know, smelling flowers and shit. And then in came the evil terrorist Christians to, to kick them off their land or some shit. And it's like, what the fuck, man? And uh, I had to watch through that. And uh, it's just revisionism. It's what the liberals are always going to do. They, they want to come in and take out the topic before it gets to the discussion because they lose the discussion every time. It's just like Jesus and his existence. No one ever questioned his existence. The existence of a man named Jesus. No one ever questioned the existence until about, oh... I don't know, 60 years ago? Now people are going to fact check. Oh, well, it was 150. All right, I'll give, you, I'll give you 200 years. How about that? How about we cover 200 years? Up until 200 years ago, no one ever questioned the existence of Jesus Christ. 
No one. Not a single person. And who would have been the group to benefit the most? It would have been the Jews back then, right? Arguably, they were, if you want to see it that way, they were in, implicated in uh, Jesus being murdered, or at least the high priests were, let's be honest. So, and then not only that, but what was Jesus bringing? He was bringing the fulfillment of Judaism into Christianity, which is why we call it Judeo-Christianity. It's the root of Christianity is Judaism. Jesus Christ was the, the ultimate Jew, the perfect Jew. And then it was Jewish high priests who came in and, uh, <clears throat> and led to him being killed by Pontius Pilate. Fuck, where was I going with that? Shit. Oh man, I'm gonna have to stop. <laughs> I gotta re-listen. I just completely lost train of thought on a good thought. Hold on. It'll be like a second and you'll hear me again. Oh yeah. That was so dumb. <laughs> For me to forget my line of thinking that quick. Yes, revision revision. Revisionism. Um, and they're not good at it, but they they try real hard. Uh, so anyway, yeah, they'll uh, they'll go in and try to uh, say that Jesus Christ didn't even exist, and then that way they don't have to discuss about uh, what was done, you know, the, who carried on his his uh, teachings and what's going to happen, and it and it is supposed to take away any and all credibility um, to Christianity whatsoever. So that that way they don't have to worry about it. Really, it's in a it's in a uh, direct, indirect uh, way of scoffing off uh, accountability for the horrible things that they've done in their life. Um, also, I would argue in in a lot of cases it's in order to serve their master, much like Owen Benjamin asks, "Who is your master?" So. Watching through the Robin Hood movie and seeing all the shit that they were putting in that, it was just, they really make the, the Catholic Church out to be horrible. And it's like, man, that shit wasn't, it wasn't as bad as, as they say it was, like, by any, by any bit of it. And I know there's a lot of people that hate on the Catholic Church. Listen, the Catholic Church is not evil, nor has it ever been. There have been uh, bad priests, certainly. Bad priests, bad nuns, bad every. It's made up of human beings. You know, so there's going to be uh, bad people who are going to ruin it for the rest. But there have been some... The majority of, of Christians have been good people. They're held to a standard. They've got a, a, a foundation of uh, morality that changed them, changed them to uh, uh, some form of accountability they're going to have to answer for their sins. More times than not, it causes people to do the right thing. And then somehow, some way, the liberals turn that into, well, you wouldn't be a good person without Christianity. It's your crutch. And it's like, yeah, that's kind of the point. None of us are. That's why when I talk about, like, if I were to ever be atheist, I'd be the worst fucking dude you'd ever meet. Arguably. Relatively. Because what do you have to say that something is good or bad? 
So therefore, I'd go and steal and, and pillage and all sorts of shit. I'd be probably pretty successful, but I'd be the worst person you've ever known because I answer to nothing at that point. There's no such thing as God. Why am I worried about lying? Why am I worried about stealing? Why am I worried about any any quote-unquote wrongdoing? Because if there's no such thing as God, there's no foundation for morality. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, the movie was... I, didn't, I ended up not even watching the rest of it. And I should have because I know my son ended up watching it. And I was doing other shit. And I, sh- I should have been there to, to watch it with him and, and uh, explain... The, the wrong things that were being done in it. But I'm going to have plenty of those opportunities uh, from here on out. Anyway, so one of those were yesterday when I picked him up because I had been thinking about it and uh, thinking, all right, he's getting to the age where people are going to start trying to influence these things on him. There's there's going to be pride days. Oh, um, ooh, here we go. This piece of paper that I had picked up and it pissed me off because it was on... It wasn't the first day of school. It was almost like orientation or whatever. Sorry for all the crinkling and shit. There is a great big event called the First International Night at this school. It's the some fucking night where they're just going to have all the different... Because there's a lot of different kids from different backgrounds or, or routes to different areas. And they're going to have a First International Night. And it pisses me off because... It's touting internationalism, i.e. diversity, over, over uh, nationalism and, uh, or patriotism, if you will, the pride in the United States. Uh, I don't believe that they, they say the Pledge of Allegiance at this school, which bothers me. Um, oddly enough, over in West Dearborn at uh, one of the schools that he went, out, went to there, every morning they did the Pledge of Allegiance, and it shocked me. I was quite surprised. I was pleasantly surprised because I want to hear that. I want my kid to pledge allegiance to the United States. That's called assimilation. That's what all kids should be doing. I did it all the way through, and now as a free-thinking adult, I love my country, and I'm glad I, I did it. <clears throat> you don't like this country? Get the fuck out. And the fact that they're having this bullshit international night, it just pisses me off. Well, why? Because it's, it's, it's not geared towards our country. It's geared towards paying respects to all other countries. And I'm not saying that we should hate on them, but to make that something that my kid has to do, we're going to go and fucking, I don't know. I just don't know how to feel about it in this political climate. I would say probably if it didn't have to do with how shit is right now, I wouldn't be so so irritated by it. But because of what's going now on now and understanding the intentions behind something like this, it bothers the shit out of me. You know, I don't want to hate on other countries and shit. I really don't. Um, and yeah, I tout my country as being the best. That's called being a patriot. I would only assume that somebody in uh, T, uh, I almost said Tijuana, in Thailand would tout Thailand as the greatest country ever cool, man. That's what I want you to do. I want the people in Australia to be like, yeah, fucking Australia. The shit. We got black mambas and we got kangaroos. The fuck do you got? You know what I mean? I want Australians to like represent Australia and say, you know, we come from rough and tumble beginnings. We're fucking tough. Our beers are big. (laughs) 
Foster's. Uh, what do they call it? The oil can? Oh my god, that thing. It's like, guys, that's a big fucking beer. <laughs> uh, or beef from England. I, I shit on England all the time. Hey, hey, how about this? Beef from Wales. <laughs> And, and and say that, you know, that's the best country in the world. <laughs> okay, good for you, man. Good for you. I'm proud of you. Yeah, it's fucking high five. You do that. <laughs> yeah, so do that. And that's, that's a good thing. That's called being patriotic. But, again, because of the political climate that we're in and understanding the intent behind something like this, uh, it bothers me. It irritates the fuck out of me. Especially when there's no national night. You know, there's no Patriots night. Oh, what the fuck? If they, and you know what? I would even extend this olive branch. If there was a night where they were representing the United States and it was, you know, bring your American flags in or some shit, cool, great. I'd be, I'd be okay. I'd be like, all right, you know what? Cool. They're representing the country one night, and then they're going to represent all the other fucking countries that are out there. All right, I can dig that. But there ain't nothing about, you know, pro-America night. Not a fucking thing. So it bothers me. And I understand that in a public school, they're going... Uh, and not just that, but statewide, national-wide, they have uh, standards that they're teaching these kids. And it's never anything like balancing checkbooks or learning about taxes, and I'm, I'm talking more so about, you know, high school and kind of getting into that, uh, telling them an unbiased story about uh, history anymore. It's not about that, because too many liberals have gotten into the education system and to academia, and they've taken control, and now they're pushing uh, certain things that they have to teach. I would not be surprised whatsoever that it, when my son finally enters into, I don't know if they're going to be touching on biology this year, um, but whenever he does that, they might start including uh, tranny shit, you know? It's like, God damn it, man. How? How? When they do that, it's, um, it's not even a prediction. It's just you can see, everybody can see that's where it's going. Eventually, doctors, the medical community is going to have to start lying to themselves. Not that they haven't done it before, but I thought we were on a, a pretty good basis here lately of, of the, meta, the, the medical community, at least in teaching uh, anatomy and physiology, that we were all on the same page, you know, especially about something so basic as sexes. And I even taught my son, I go, son, there's, you're going to hear the word genders. It's supposed to mean the same thing as sexes, but it doesn't. Uh, it's a made up word. It's ridiculous. Um, and there's two sexes. There's males and females. Now, I didn't get into the hermaphrodite shit. Uh, that's another discussion for another day when he gets a little bit older, you know. Uh, boys have penises, girls have vaginas. Um, a boy can't be a girl and a girl can't be a boy. You know, boys have different uh, skeletons than girls and girls have different skeletons than boys. Uh, we have skeletons meant for um, for battle and for, for destruction and, and also building heavy, big things. Women have skeletons for, for nurturing and caring and uh, you know went in through all that and and got pretty deep into it I also kind of picked up on a, on a, on this thought there are memories that I had had of like commercials where they're having the parents talk to the kids about sex 
and they're all nervous and they're fucking spending like a half hour, you know, twiddling their thumbs and, and doing like a mock talk, how they're going to talk to the kids. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about, dude? Yeah, it's uncomfortable, but you do it. You don't fucking spend a half hour talking to a pillow, like coming up with some kind of sales presentation about how you're going to talk to your kid. Just go, f- they're your kids. It's not like you're going to be standing in front of, a, of a, a board of executives trying to get a job, for fuck's sake. It's your kid. You go in there and you tell them what's what. And you go in there with fucking authority. Like, the ultimate authority. And even sprinkle on there, hey, by the way, your teachers aren't going to be there for the rest of your life. I remember this fucking cunt teacher telling me back when I was like four or five years old that they spent more time with me basically a general me like they the teachers spend more time with kids than the parents do and uh that pissed me off that pissed me off back then it pisses me off now because it was untrue it was like bitch after this grade i'm done with you i never have to see you well for the most part unless i go to a different school for the most part i'm never gonna have to worry about your dumb fat ass ever again you not working during the summer bitch um I'm not trying to put a slight on teachers. You know what I'm talking about. Yeah, the fucking academia is bought and paid for by the Democrats. Um, but no, you go in there and you talk with authority. You make it so that there is no hole in there, no possibility that you're wrong. You go in there and you tell them what's what. And you get there before the state has a chance to. Because it's a roll of the dice after that. Once the state gets in there with their fucking weird authority teaching style it fucks them up man so you got to get in there before they do talk to them about everything yes sex and and obviously as a parent it is hard to gauge when do i start talking about this i mean for fuck's sake dude i was talking to my kid uh a couple years ago about if somebody were you know to ever touch their privates you know and and he can tell me you know and you got to make it that way you got to make it into a, a very comfortable hey you can come to me about anything and just talk to your kids. You just talking to them about anything. Like, listen, I'm Irish, and I'm also, when I get into working, I am fucking focused. You know what I mean? Uh, which means that I have a tendency of getting annoyed pretty easy at a kid doing shit, you know, trying to get me to do something when I'm trying to work on something. Okay? I've got, I've got that, whatever that is, where it seems like I'm, I'm, I'm um, not to, not pushing you off in terms of the kid. Uh, what is that word? Fucking A. Where it's like not now, you know, not right now. You know, and, and I can say it if I'm frustrated, I say it in mean ways. You know, not, not purposely mean, just uh, not super caring. Where it's like, come on, get away. I mean, I got to deal with this. You know what I mean? And as a kid who's coming up to try to play with you, and that's the response they get, uh, it can hurt their little hearts. So me then going after and saying, you know, apologizing and, and trying to comfort them in any way that I can and talk to them in a comfortable way, but also holding on to the, the um, position of being the authority for them, uh, it works wonders. Kids will come to you and talk to you about fucking anything. You know, I mean, I wouldn't, I'm not going to fucking, well, I don't know. For the most part, I'm not going to tell them that I would go and torture somebody who ever hurt them. Or would I? Because that kind of adds a sense of security, too. Although I would. 
I, I probably wouldn't get too far into details. The gory shit that I would do if somebody ever hurt my kid. Oh man, it would be. I there's there would be so much pain I'd bring to that person, as I'm sure you would. Anybody who is a parent. The main point of what I'm trying to get at is you got to talk to your kids about everything, everything. And you got to be honest. That's another massive thing. Do not sit there and tell your kids not to do drugs. I'm not saying to promote it. And I know that coming from a guy like me, that's like, yeah, dude, fucking let adults, you know, do all the drugs they want. What I'm saying is if you tell them not to do drugs, you also got to tell them why. You have to explain to them what a drug is. And yes, tell them the truth. Drugs are going to make you feel great. They really are. You know, I don't know how all the drugs out there make people feel, but seemingly it makes them feel so fucking good they want to keep doing them, right? But you also have to show them what happens. Listen, if you got somebody in your family that uh, ended up getting all drug riddled and is high all the time on pills or whatever... Anybody that knows somebody who's who's addicted to pills, they are the sleepiest people on the face of the planet. They will fall asleep doing nothing. They will fall asleep walking and doing other shit. Um, they are a mess, and their eyes are can get pugged out and weird. If you don't know what I mean by pugged out, it's the dog pugs, right? They've got their eyes are like facing two different directions, and they're kind of outside of their head. That's what happens to druggies too. So you have to give them examples. And if you have a real life example, although it's sad that it you know happened to that person, hey man, it's a little bonus in the sense that you can take your kid to them and go, see, you want to be like that person? Is that what you want to be like? Well, then don't do drugs. You know what I mean? Yes, obviously hit home and tell them not to do it. But you have to explain why. You got to be honest with them in order to get them to understand because that's where it really makes a difference. Once your kids understand, then they probably won't do it. You know, they're going to probably experiment and I'm not liking the day. Do I smoke weed? Yes. Do I like it? Love it. Do I want my kids doing it? Absolutely not. Well, what a hypocrite. Fuck you. Those are my fucking precious children. Are you out of your goddamn mind? I don't want them smoking. I don't want them smoking weed. I don't want them drinking alcohol. I don't want them doing anything that's going to hurt them in any way, shape or form. You know what I mean? But that's also right now. Like I get when they get older. Am I going to be disappointed that my kids smoked weed? Probably. What a hypocrite. Yeah. You know what? I'll take that one. I'm fine with that. Again, these are my kids uh, and they're my precious angels who I love to death and I never want anything negative with them. Even though I know that, you know, they got to fall to get up and fucking make it stronger and all that. I still don't want them to have to go through it. You know, it's a wrestle. But I am going to have those conversations with my kids for certain. Right now, my son's not... Certainly, my daughter isn't old enough. She's she's six years younger than my son. Uh, and my son isn't quite old enough to really start having those conversations about drugs. In the next few years, it will be. But as of right now, nah, not really. I mean, sort of, maybe, if, if the topic comes up and he asks... But, uh, you know, I have an intention of, of talking to them about that. Sex. Eh, eh, I, I'm a lot like Gavin McGinnis. I really don't want my kids knowing about sex right now. I, I want it to go on as long as possible that they don't. My son just brought up fucking the bunny rabbit. And he explained the entire fucking thing that I do. 
He's like, Dad, does uh, does the bunny rabbit exist? And I'm like, uh, do you believe in him? And he was like, well, I kind of think that, you know, you... Because he was looking at a picture uh, where he had a basket full of eggs. Of the uh, eggs with shit in them, you know? And uh, he's like, I think that you filled these eggs and you put them out and all this. And I'm thinking, what the fuck, dude? Did you have a video camera on me when I was doing it? Like, it was that descriptive. Uh, obviously, I didn't say that to him, but I was like, uh, oh, what do you believe? I was like, it, it all has to do with belief, bud. You know, if you believe in the, the, the bunny rabbit, then the bunny rabbit or whatever we call him, the Easter bunny, <laughs> the bunny rabbit, the Easter bunny will, uh, will come and bring you shit. You know, I mean, I didn't say shit, but, uh, I was like, it caught me off guard. I wasn't ready for the conversation at that point, but he's getting older where he's starting to put shit together, you know? So now, all right, now it's time to start getting in there before the state does, because the state sucks at everything. Um, and now they're touting all of this other stupid retarded shit, like, uh, adult make believe in trannyism, trend, transgenderism. I fuck it. I'll call it whatever the fuck I want. Trannyism. I'm not playing. I'm not. I'm just not in the mood ever to play along with that dumbass make believe game. And, uh, but on top of that, so this is what's also important. Uh, and this is what I was teaching my son yesterday. Now I've already taught him. You don't. You know, him being a boy, you don't hit girls. And we've been through the whole rigmarole. Well, why don't you hit girls? Well, because boys are stronger. And um, we can hit girls, and it's not right when somebody is stronger than somebody else to hurt them, uh, you know. And then we'd go through it like why, and it'd be like, oh, well, that's that's bullying, you know. And it's like, yeah. And then uh, I talked to him about diversity and difference in races and where people come from, and I told him there's like I think it's 192 right now. How many countries there are in the world? And I told him that, and he was like, what? And I was like, I know. There's a lot of countries and a lot of places where people are from, and you know. And uh, got into the different skin colors and things like that. And um, and we got into the differences in thought and how you're not... And he knows where I stand. He, he knows that if he ever starts a fight, um, whether he wins or not, he's coming home and getting an ass kicking from me, like flat out. Because he knows not to ever start a fight and never to bully someone and that you can't attack somebody. You can't physically hurt somebody, um, or attack, attack them, quote unquote, attack them in any way. Um, if they're not doing anything to you and over, over a difference in opinion, you can't do that. And, uh, and even he was like, cause that's bullying. And I was like, very good. Yes, that's bullying. And that's not a good thing, right? And uh, on top of that, it gave me another opportunity to explain to him when you do fight. Because that's important too. And you fight um, when you need to defend yourself. Or if you're defending somebody who can't defend themselves. You know, I want, and that's a character. And I was going into the traits of character. You know, you never judge somebody based off of their skin color. Or if it's a boy or a girl or, you know, things that somebody couldn't choose. You, um, oh fuck, what was the word I just used? Get too far ahead ahead of my skis. No, not my skis, too far ahead of my thoughts. Um, you can't, yeah, you can't attack somebody on that. You defend, uh, those who can't defend themselves. God, I just, I know I just super fucked up what I was, the, the role I was on just then. Twice in one day. Oh, I got a lot of shit I'm thinking about right now, man. Um... 
but yeah, so I was I was able to go into and and tell them, uh, you know, you you stand up for people that can't stand up for themselves, that they they can't defend themselves for innocence, and that's when you fight. Is if somebody is attacking you, you have the right to self defense. If somebody is attacking somebody else um, who can't do anything, well, then you step in. And um, and he was he was getting it, you know, and it was a good conversation. And he knows where it stands. The the not starting fights thing. I had taught him that. I don't know, four years ago, I think, three four years ago, something like that. And um, now when I say it, I say it like this. I say, what happens if you start a fight? And he has to finish it. And he knows to finish it with. I'll get a whooping when I get home. And I go, you're damn right. So you better never start a fight because he's got a couple kids in his classroom that uh, he doesn't like very much. And uh, it's because they they bully him uh, about some things. And, uh, you know, I've taught him, like, listen, dude, uh, you know, you can, if they touch you, you get to beat the shit out of them, basically. And I did say shit that time. I've told him, man, somebody puts their hands on you, you get to kick their ass flat out. And, um, what's funny is that, especially now, um, he, God, somebody's kids, how, how can I say this? When it's your kid, they tend to not listen to you. <laughs> Try to teach them shit at the age that my son's at right now. And it's super frustrating because I'll teach them shit like a double leg takedown, how to defend a double leg takedown, uh, a couple of different holds. He has got a hell of a choke. He'll put it on me and I got to get into like man strength mode. You know what I mean? Like I got to grip my teeth and grab hold of his wrists and break them apart and be like, dude, you know, I fucking tapped. <laughs> I've said that a couple times. I was tapping. What the hell? You know? Um, <laughs> and then I'm sitting there going, God damn it, man. That kid's got strong choke. And he does. He gets you in a rear naked. You're, you're done, dude. Um, but that was then that brought up another thing. It was like, all right, dude, if somebody's tapping, you have to let them go. <laughs> like, you got to teach your kids. Like, you can't just give a gun to your kid and be like, all right, shoot. You got to fucking teach them the safety measures. You know what I mean? So um, I've tried teaching them arm bars and and uh, triangles, rear naked. Haven't really gotten into that. Plata, that's a little bit more advanced. But uh, just getting them into the basic shit. And then he gets bored. He's like, fuck off, man. I want to go play playstation or some shit i'm like you need to fucking do this five more times right and then we can do it you know and it teaches them another thing of not giving up until you're done uh fulfilling uh the thing that you were supposed to do um which is a good thing so anyway uh it was a good chat and i highly suggest you do the same and listen dude we're parents we're gonna make all sorts of fucked up mistakes uh but the thing is is that you're trying and especially dads, we are the most impactful. It's not to take away anything from women. It really isn't. I promise you, I'm not trying to shit on women in any way, shape, or form. I want women to be women and truly have all the, you know, do all the things that are women. And I would really like for guys not to do that shit because that's what the women's job is, right? Is all the shit that are women. They're really good at it and we're really good at guy stuff, right? Reaching shit that are a couple shelves up. Uh, defending the house. I had to explain that to my son too. I was like, son, you got to understand the role. I taught him patriarchy, right? And uh, I was like, you need to understand my role in the house. I keep that entire house safe. You want to know why people don't break in? It's because of me. 
because they know that they're going to have to deal with me and then you and the and uh, uh, your stepmom and your sister are all going to be in the room with the dresser knocked over in front of the door so that nobody can get into it, even if they shoot it up. By the way, if you didn't know that, that is a fucking wonderful way of keeping the door shut. You just take your heavy-ass dresser, throw it in front of it, uh, hopefully you have a heavy dresser, and then bingo, bango. The lock ain't going to do shit. They can bust right through a door. In fact, I had to do it the other day. It wasn't super fun. Um, throw that dresser in front of it, something nice, solid, and thick. Nah, they ain't going to get through it. Uh, but I had to explain that to him. Like, yeah, man, um, I have to protect everything. <laughs> and then he was like, oh, shit, no way. And I'm like, I know it, right? That puts a little bit of pressure on me. <laughs> Just and it, and it has. Trust me, I've had some times where somebody came and knocked on the door when nobody was supposed to be there. One of whom was my father-in-law the other day. And I fucking poked my head out ready to fight somebody. And it was him. And, he's, and he knew, like we knew his fathers looking at each other what I had just went through. And he, and he just laughed. He was like, yeah, I get it. And I was like, yeah, well, it happens. Anyway, I'm here now, so be accountable, be responsible. Talk to your kids before the state ever does. And uh, don't be a liberal. 